Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 5, you will hear stories from our sixth collection, Curious Stuff. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. Handkerchiefs Were Fashionable by Kay Threat. As every curious little girl is prone to do, I can remember rifling through my mother's purse as I sat beside her in church each Sunday morning in the late 40s and early 50s. She sat there with her fancy hat perched atop her head and holding her primitive Baptist hymn book while passing her purse to me for amusement. Sometimes there would be chewing gum, vintage brands, such as dentine, clove, or teaberry. While that was indeed a treat, I always loved finding her handkerchiefs, some with embroidered flowers and others with a lacy border. Occasionally, they had absorbed a faint scent of the chewing gum. Then along came the discovery of facial tissue, dare I say Kleenex, and carrying a hanky in one's purse was no longer in style or necessary. In fact, those handkerchiefs became hard to find except in antique shops. When my mother died in 1983, I was thrilled to inherit one of her patchwork quilt tops, her church hymnal, one of her Sunday hats, and a stash of those nostalgic handkerchiefs that I had admired as a child. After carefully storing these items in a drawer, I began thinking how I might find a use for them some day. I could envision finishing the quilt as I had a penchant for modern-day quilting. I imagined the handkerchiefs would be great transformed into Christmas ornaments, or one might be tucked inside the bridal bouquet of my daughter if she were to marry. Another thought would be to have them framed under glass, preserved for posterity. Well, those imagined ideas for my mom's cherished hankies never came to fruition, but they led me to my future interest in handkerchiefs. Years later, while on vacation in Italy with a couple of our friends, my husband and I were looking for souvenirs to take home to the female members of our family. We thought of handkerchiefs. What could be easier to pack? They would occupy a minuscule amount of space in the suitcase, and they were practically weightless. On the crowded streets of touristy Milan, I spotted a linen shop, and we stepped inside. My husband pulled a plain white handkerchief from his back pocket and showed it to the shopkeeper, trying to communicate our shopping needs. Sure enough, he stocked them and enthusiastically brought out a tray of handkerchiefs for our perusal. We bought a dozen, took them back to the hotel, and showed them to our friends. They wanted handkerchiefs, too. The four of us hightailed it to the shop. This time, the owner brought out a different tray of assorted handkerchiefs. They were colorful and decorated with flowers. Oh, yes, we had purchased men's handkerchiefs, unaware that the shop also carried feminine ones. Helpfully, one of our friends knew enough conversational Italian to make her wishes known, and her wishes were my wishes. 
We rushed back to the hotel, gathered up our parcel of men's handkerchiefs, returned to the shop, and the shopkeeper gladly let us swap them. What a memorable cultural interaction that was. From that day forward, I passionately looked for handkerchiefs wherever our travels took us. I discovered that major department stores still carry men's handkerchiefs, but when abroad, boutiques and gift shops are the only places to look for women's hankies. In Scotland, I found plaid ones in a museum gift shop. In a linen shop in Vienna, I found hankies decorated with flowers and birds native to Austria. As a nod to my mother, I now carry a handkerchief in my purse. It has a multi-purpose, a souvenir from a trip, an environmentally conscious substitute for a facial tissue, and a reminder of a bygone era when handkerchiefs were fashionable. And about that quilt top. When a little contemporary, not your grandmother's fabric store, opened near me in 2009, I became inspired to finish what my mother had started. In the vernacular of a quilter, a work in progress is called a UFO, an unfinished object. Upon examining the patchwork more closely, I identified it as being a popular quilt pattern, the scrappy nine patch, and among those nine patch squares were fabrics I recognized from my childhood. My mother was quite adept at dressmaking and made a lot of my clothes using her vintage Singer sewing machine. She also sewed cafe curtains for her kitchen. She continued those thrifty ways by using some of those leftover fabric scraps in the patchwork. I bought the complementary fabric to add a border to the top, extending the quilt to queen size. I also purchased corresponding fabric for the back and binding. After taking on the UFO and upon completing the quilt, I named it, not for its design, but for my mother, Bernie, gone now four decades. It now graces the bed in our guest room, where fond memories and nostalgic mementos always have a home. Copyright 2022, K3. K3 lives in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. When Handkerchiefs Were Fashionable is her third story to be chosen for publication in the Personal Story Publishing Project series. In addition to short stories, she recently wrote her memoir after much encouragement from her husband and daughter. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the six anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.